Eating Green Ideology Official Diet Advice to Warn of Climate Impact. Have you had enough yet? Have you had enough yet of the government telling you what you can and cannot do with your life because they're scared? And if you don't do what they tell you to do, well, then they're going to punish you financially and in the extreme cases, just remove your freedom altogether. The federal government's official advice on diets will now incorporate the impact of certain foods on climate change. You see, they're saying advice for now, but what they really mean, that's the nice way they've packaged it in order to sell this to you. That's just going to be advice, bro. No, it'll be mandatory when they get their way. Sparking outrage from farmers who fear it is driven by an ideological agenda against red meat. Well, farmers of Australia, you would be correct. It is totally ideologically driven by a death cult who for some reason believe that if we just pay more tax, then the sun will be less hot. It could lead to consumers being told to reduce steak and lamb chop intakes in favour of alternatives like chicken. Yeah, just told for now, please reduce, please, please, please. Let's make the sun less hot. No, what will happen is that with all these burdens being put onto the farmers, the prices will have to go up and things like steak and lamb chops will be out of reach of your everyday Australian. They won't be able to afford it. And what happens to the farmers then? Farmers, I hope you've seen what your uh, fellow uh, professionals have been doing in the lights of Denmark and France. All I'm saying is get those manure piles ready for a trip to Canberra, which some scientists say has a lower carbon footprint. Let's just expel this myth straight away that if we went to all vegan farming, that the carbon footprint would be less. No, it would be more. The Statutory Authority's Dietary Guidelines Expert Committee says the change is based on a stakeholder feedback. We know what that means, don't we? We know what stakeholder feedback means and has already started setting up a sustainability working group to help review excuse me, uh, working group to help its review of the 2013 guidelines due by the end of 2026. Stakeholder feedback. ESG, DEI, BlackRock, etc. That's who they're listening to. Do this and you'll get more money. That's who they're listening to. And just want to, I'm not going to read the rest of this because it's just, going on more or less about the same bollocks here. But I just want to point out something that I said just a couple of minutes ago, uh, being told to reduce steak and lamb chop intakes in favour of alternatives like chicken. You remember how I just said that for your average Aussie, those things will be out of reach for them? But not for some people, like our illustrious Prime Minister here, Anthony Albanese, and his best mate, Dictator Dan, who put this up on... uh, I can't remember when it was. But there they are enjoying their red meat. Don't think you're going to be if this lunatic gets his way. No, 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 no. You're not going to be able to enjoy your red meat. He is. So's his best mate here. That's the reality of it. A lot of farmers out of work. A lot of people not eating red meat. Not by choice, but because they can't afford it. Because this dickhead thinks that 
cows cause the sun hot. And it's not going to stop there, right? Farmers, be wary again because the car industry is warning over a, uh, excuse me, the car industry warning over scale and timeline of Labor's emission standards plan. Australians could pay up to 25000 more for popular utes and SUVs while hybrid vehicles may cop a penalty of up to $5,000 in five years under Labor's emissions proposal. Australians could pay up to 25000 more for popular utes and SUVs while many hybrid vehicles, blah, blah, blah. The federal government has come under fire f- from the motoring industry for pledging to rapidly accelerate the uh, efficiency of Australian cars to its march, excuse me, to march by, uh, excuse me, to march the US by 2028. Just as reports emerge, the Biden administration is considering slowing the pace of its own standards. Labor has pledged to introduce fuel efficiency standards for new cars by next year, which would increase by about 60% over five years under the government's preferred option. And when we just have a look here, what do you notice? Ute. Ute, 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 who mainly uses these sorts of vehicles, farmers, tradies, right? And what happens when these extra costs go on to them? Well, have a guess. They have to pass it on to us because they're not just going to sit there and eat it. They've got to feed their family too. And it's not going to stop at cars like that. And just quickly, there's no EV that's really helping out tradies and farmers at the moment to do what they need these types of vehicles to do. No, no, no. That that sort of equipment requires fossil fuels. And in order to make these so-called glorious EVs, all the mining that's required in order to get the rare earth minerals, in order to create them, all requires fossil fuels in order to do it. This isn't going to help. Not only that, the fuel price uh, excise goes up. What's it going to be? It's going up to 49.6 cents per litre, so pretty much half of what you're paying at the pump is going to tax. And they all sit there and say, oh, yeah, but th- see, that, that, that's all going to the roads. However, only 60%, 68% was actually spent on roads. And have a look at the state of our roads. Tell me that this is helping us. Oh, but don't worry. We've got our 2024 Drive Car of the Year, the Kia EV9. Yeah, because I totally believe that this wasn't paid off in order for that to get across the line this ridiculous propaganda that these things are going to somehow save the environment. I'm still waiting on someone, anyone, to explain how Australia's carbon footprint, which is basically f**k all, if we were to get down to net zero, what impact that would have on the rest of the world. No one seems to be able to give an answer to that. So we are doing all of this rubbish, creating a cost of living disaster for everyone, all going off the back of, oh, we've got to reduce our carbon footprint. What's it going to do? What is Australia's 
God knows how much percent. I think it's only 1% of carbon emissions. What happens when we reduce ours down to net zero, which would be impossible? What, what, will, what will happen? How much will the earth cool? Even though that, you know, many hundreds of thousands of years ago, the earth was already warmer anyway, without humans. So what is all this rubbish going to do except hurt everyday Australians? Nothing. Oh, but don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Albo's giving you a tax cut. Just think of what you can do with that extra $20 a week of your money. Oh, it's probably going to go to help pay off that car that you need in order to run your business that he's, that he's whacked a new penalty on top of. Oh, and the extra that you'll have to put into your own fuel tank in order to get to and from work. And the people delivering all the food to the grocery stores and et cetera, et cetera. Well, again, they're not just going to wear that extra fuel cost in order to deliver it. It has to be passed on. And the farmers who have to run these big industrial machines in order to do the farming, it's not running off solar power. It all gets passed on. But don't worry, you got your extra $20 a week. It's awesome, isn't it? Boy, right, mate, thanks very much for checking out the channel and this video. Follow me up there. Do the things down there. Please do hit subscribe. It would help me out so much. Are we done? Yeah, we're done.